swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here in Los Angeles, California, with a guest from the Buckeye State, the great Roger Bird. Welcome to the Martini Bar, Roger. Well, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Cool. It is, uh, and uh, this is an interesting one because Roger and I are both animation fans, and uh I know Rick Rick is very biased on characters that he worked on. So I wanted to get an independent thought on uh, animation. And uh, it's going to be Roger. And it'll be interesting because Roger is younger than I am. Uh, You've been in the military, right? Yes, I have. Thank you for your service. Thank you very much. And uh, it'll be interesting. And, uh, you know, East Coast, West Coast. He's in the Eastern time zone. I'm out here in the Pacific time zone. So it'll be interesting to see who we like. So, Roger Bird, you are my guest today, so why don't you start and tell me your first animated character. Then I'm going to have to say number five yep. for me would be, do you remember Shmoo? Shmoo? Yeah. I know the name, and I think He's he had a... Like a blobby white ghost. Oh, Really? What, it, and the cartoon was Shmoo? He was in a couple different, I believe, Hanna-Barbera. Really? He was He was like, Shmoo! Was basically all he ever said. Wow. You know, I think um, you just solved the mystery for me. Because when I was in high school, we had this kind of blobby white basketball player and they would chant schmoo 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 so that's probably what it was about yeah he was kind of a blobby ghosty <laughs> kind of thing and he was very happy high squeaky voice wow because we're speaking about it right now that's why i can't remember exactly what show he came from that's good well, that's cool because there were there were um guests that were on shows like um and this isn't this isn't well I, i'm not going to say this one because it might be one of him, but I'm going to do my five. My five, a uh, a favorite of mine, the Iron Giant, voiced by Vin Diesel. Who Ooh, said that's a good one. Very few words, and uh, and uh, he also was. Um, uh, who is he in Guardians of the Galaxy? Vin Diesel was a. He was Groot. Groot, right? And he just said, "I am Groot." That was basically, I am Groot, and I am Groot, and I am Groot. Yeah, so Vin Diesel, not a huge vocabulary, but he made every word count in the Iron Giant. So uh, I'm going with uh, that for my number five, the Iron Giant. And if my daughter Dana was here, that would be your number one. Yeah. Well, you know, for my number four, I would have to probably go with... Aquaman from the Justice League. Really? Yeah. I'm, you realize you are probably the only person that likes Aquaman. What? <laughs> no. What is what is Aquaman's 
secret power. He has that sonar that he could speak with the fish. Okay. And on Justice League, it would go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and it would have like the little rings popping out of his forehead on, on the show. And I thought that was really cool. But when I was younger, you know, my favorite thing was to do was always swimming around. So wow. I would secretly play Aquaman. Aquaman. But, yeah, I mean, really, if there was like a... Uh if there was like a uh, villain or an arch enemy, he could really just get out of the water. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and he could run and hide or jump behind some coral and he'd be all set. But. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I like it. So that is uh, Aquaman. And uh, it is time for our first commercial. So we got some more work to do when we come back here at Rick's Martini Bar. Hello again, this is Roger Bird. I'm speaking from uh, Rick's Martini Bar. I'm here. Uh, Jerry has uh, graciously asked me to give him an independent eye, you know, eye, a view from the East Coast about stuff because we all know that Rick is very biased about his his uh, drawing stuff. <laughs> That's right. And uh, yeah, good to have you here, Roger. Thank you very good much. Good to have you out here in uh, Los Angeles. Yes, it's it's a nice break from uh, the humdrum of Ohio. Okay, so uh, let's see. So we had Shmoo and we had um, the uh, Aquaman. Yep. And there's an Aquaman feature coming out, isn't there? Yes, there is. And it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the same character that was on Game of Thrones. Uh, the, the, I cannot remember his name. The Dorthrakian, wow. the, the king who ended up. And then he was married to the lady who's the mother of dragons. Cool. And that's as far as I can tell you about okay. Game of Thrones. Well, so that's going to be exciting. So um, I'm going to give so it's my turn. I'm number four. This one may be controversial. I'm sure that you're not going to pick it, but I like this guy. And it's just because his sense of humor was just a little bit warped, and mine is too. And that is Daffy Duck, mm-hmm. voiced by the great Mel Blanc. And he was uh, he was just always kind of self-deprecating, the brunt of the jokes. And for some reason, though, I like the guy. Yeah, he, he. I really liked him too. He he. Uh, yeah, he caused a lot of trouble for himself. That's for sure. Especially with uh, someone else who I don't want to name because they're on my list as well. Uh-huh. But they uh, they did, did get what they deserved. I think. Okay, who you got next, Roger? Uh, we're at number three, right? Yeah, number three. Okay, this one is way off the wall. Ooh. I like it when it's off the wall. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, AT-ATs. AT-ATs? What is that? They're the ones that look like the the, the uh, elephant-type dogs. Oh, I love they, those things. Yeah. They uh, filmed, a uh, little known fact, they filmed elephants walking. Oh, really? So they could study the elephants walking. So when they did this, you know, the stop-motion animation, that... They mimicked the walking of them and the purposely of the slowness of them in wow. steadiness. 
That was great. When you started to say Star Wars, Star Wars, I started to throw up a little bit in my mouth because I thought you were going to Jar Jar Binks. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, I love that. I like that. And uh, that is interesting that they walk like uh, elephants. That was, uh, they were very, uh, that's a, that's a good, good call. I like that one. Thank you. And, uh, okay, it's my turn. And this is kind of another uh, one that um, sometimes the perfect person does the perfect voice for a character. And this one is for me, is Eddie Murphy as the donkey oh, yes. from Shrek. That's a good one. And he was good, and he was. it was kind of like when 3D animation was, or computer animation was just getting going. And I think... By the second one, he had you could like see the hair on his. Uh, hi, they did a lot of close-ups, and it was just yes. super uh, impressed with it. Yeah. And I met um, Eddie Mur- Rick, and I met Eddie Murphy at the uh, where do we meet him at? I think it was the Academy Awards. Oh no, no, it was uh, the Ali premiere of the movie Ali. Ooh. And Eddie Murphy said that he did it for his kids. That his kids were, you know, he, he kind of was. Seeing that the movies he was making, he couldn't show his kids, and his concert footage, he sure couldn't show his kids. Exactly. So he was like, uh, "I want to do this," and he uh, said, "I will, I will uh, do this," and he became the donkey, donkey from Shrek. It's interesting because there's another actor, comedian, mm-hmm. who would be my next one. And that's the reason why they voiced that character is the same reason for their kids because they're very, you know, controversial when it comes to you know, their movies and their stand-up. And Go that ahead. would be Kevin Hart. Oh, from what movie? It would be from from The Secret Light of Pets. Oh, awesome. Snowball. Snowball, awesome. Good call. I like when you go. Go a different way than th- I think you're going to zig and you zag. Well, thanks. Nice. Uh, and uh, I don't mean to sound racist, but I can't tell the difference between Eddie Murphy, Chris Tucker, and Ke- Kevin Hart. But anyway, <laughs> that's in voice. Yeah, in voice. Kevin Hart's easy to spot because he's like 5'1". But uh, okay, so now it's mine. Good one, Roger. I like, your, you. uh, I like where you're going with this. I like where your head is at. Okay, my next one is uh, going to be, uh, well, I'll say it again, and I hope I didn't steal this one from you, because this is also a perfect person for a uh, character, and that would be my number two, the genie from Aladdin, voiced by Robin Williams. That was a perfect, perfect animation character for Robin Williams. And uh, and uh, he, uh, Rick told me that he worked on the uh, um, he worked on the lad. He drew um, Abu the monkey, but he told me that. So usually they assign a character as a, a um, monkey, or I mean, a, it's essentially each animator a character, and that person just draws that. But um, Robin w- Williams he improvised so much of that stuff that they were they were just going all over the place and it was who can draw it's like he made a Ed Sullivan joke and they're like who can draw Ed Sullivan and Rick was like me and uh, and then he also did uh, when the monkey turned into an elephant and it, it's sometime in the movie speaking of your what's the Star Wars 
the ATAT, or some people call them at ats. All terrain, something brother. I bet you that stands for. Okay, we have to take one more commercial break, and then when we come back, you're going to hear our number one cartoons of all time. Plus, we're going to do some uh, also rans, some uh, um, other ones, and we might have uh, Evan McCarty join us for his also rans. When we return at Rick Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back here at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here in Los Angeles. A special guest flew out here to be here. The great Roger Bird. And we are talking animated characters. It's yep, very right. interesting. We've made it through our top fours. So now it's time for the big ones, our number one. So, uh, uh, Roger, I'm, I'm really amazed that we haven't um, stepped on each other as much as I thought there would be a lot of crossover. But uh, Well, I, I didn't want to, you know be too easy because there are the main staples that everyone enjoys but you know there are those few that if you really sit down and think about it those are the ones that keep coming back in your brain so there are some main staples that i watched when i was a kid that i look at now and i'm like why did i ever like that pretty much anything from hannah barbera yes (laughs) okay roger let's hear your number one if we had a drum roll i would do it right now well I I know I'm going to step on your toes with this one. I just no have problem. a bad feeling about it. Go ahead. But I would have to say Bugs Bunny. Good call. And uh, Bugs Bunny, a great. It and it's weird because that was Mel Blanc who did a lot of different voices. But Bugs Bunny is so good. Where do you think it is? It's like the mix. I don't know what it is. I mean that Brooklyn it's accent or kind of that. He's very mischievous. Yeah. Um, very smart and intelligent, and he, especially with Daffy Duck, he can really get him yeah. messed up. So, and then just all the references are so good. I like those where he, uh, you know, will do like the Leopold one where he's in the uh, concert. You oh know, yes, no, no five or six year old kid knows who Leopold is, but exactly. every adult did. Or and the Barber of Deville. Yeah, 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 a good one there. And uh, there's just so many of them where he was, uh, where he would do that, and uh, that is a great great call it when it was uh, and i think that's it because i never like i would discover new things that i heard from bugs bunny that i may not even understand when i was a kid but, but then i when you got older when i got older i was like yeah that makes sense and yeah. that was the other neat thing about it is that style i think was one of the few that back in the day that seemed to be more adult oriented yeah where Definitely. it was more entertainment for the adults back then, but because he was a bunny and he was funny and you know, you know, dropping anvils on people, the kids <laughs> loved it. Yeah, I like that. And, but the one thing I know, I'm taking up some time. No, here. go the ahead. One, the one thing though is I noticed with that as we got older, the cartoons got shorter and choppier. For the, all the Looney Tunes, oh. because as we became more politically correct or cut. sensitive to other uh-huh. people and their races and cultures, they started just cutting 
wow. parts out so you didn't see what they were saying. And it got to a point, like in the 90s, that they were pretty much un, you know, unusable anymore because they were just so cut and chopped that they weren't smooth anymore. Wow. So, that is very interesting. And I can totally see them doing that because they were... Where, they were aiming for the adults, right? So they probably had some some things there that were uh, not politically correct, like a lot of the you know the references to the Japanese, and oh, references yeah, to right. Hitler, yeah, yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah during yeah. the World War Two, and just... Gosh, I mean, do you think people would really get upset if we made fun of Hitler? <laughs> no, but, but no, I understand. It's, understand. it's that way. Yeah. But one of the great things is is they came out with five volumes of the golden age of Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And each one has several discs in the set. Right. And they're all unedited. They're all re- you know restored, originally remastered. And you can have all of your racial glory at one time <laughs> and enjoy it in the way it was meant to be. Yeah, cool. And there's disclaimers like Whoopi Goldberg one comes out and says, oh, you really? know, yeah, you know, they're doing blackface and they're making fun of you know mm. of slaves and right, pickaninnies and all that stuff. And but that's the way it was, so don't get offended because you know me as Whoopi Goldberg, I'm not offended. Wow, I. Uh... I like that, Roger. I like uh, I like Ted Style, and that was also Bug Bunny was my number one. So I don't mind having you wax on about it because that's I just love hearing what you and that was a great perspective on the uh, thank you things. I did not think that. So, but I'm going to change my number one to you, and it it was interesting, and I kind of as I did mine, I uh, I forgot, or I kind of looked at it after I bit it, and I was like. You know, there's not a lot of Disney stuff in here, and uh, I think it might be the reason that you just said is because the adult thing is the Disney stuff is definitely for kids. Yes, and yes. Uh, they, and usually they don't. Mickey Mouse, you grow out of Donald Duck, you grow out of. But uh, it's a little predictable too because it's always like the parent dies within the first oh, ten that's minutes. That's right. That's right. And there's an orphan, and then it overcomes. So after a while, it's kind well, of the same. So I am going to replace Bugs Bunny <laughs> with another one, um, and I think it was an orphan as well. <laughs> that's, that's, Pluto. Uh, that was um, Dumbo, and I, and I like this. No, D- Dumbo. That's Dumbo is a very good one. It's cool, cool, good call. But I was thinking of Hercules. Oh yes, I love Hades. I like I like James Woods. If you said James Wood was going to be in a Disney movie, you'd say, "Why? How could he possibly do that?" But he's a perfect, great character. Hades, great and character. Uh, when his when his uh, flames go out, I love that. So uh, we also have Evan McCarty here. Evan, we just got a little time, and Evan, uh, when we were talking about uh, um, we were talking about Vin Diesel playing the Iron Giant, he told me the Vin Diesel rule in Hollywood. Evan, tell everybody what that is. Basically. The less you have them say, the better the character's going to be. And that's why I like the Fast and Furious movies so much, because except for family and uh, brother. They die together. Yeah. I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah, that's basically all the dialogue. 
Do you have Do you have a character that we forgot to mention that you would like? Uh, no, but I did actually have some like interesting things to say about like the two last things you were talking about. Go ahead, let's hear it. Okay, yes, so please. The thing you were saying about like uh, Looney Tunes and how it used to be like racist. Like uh, Disney did like the same thing where they released this cartoon where it was a uh, Donald Duck as a Nazi, okay. making fun of like the Nazis. Yes, and their statement was essentially. To make people think this cartoon doesn't exist would to make people would be like trying to make people believe that that whole thing didn't exist. Exactly. That's so you good. just kind of have to own up to the times. Yes. And uh, and oh. D- Disney also did a whole bunch of wartime movies. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I actually have that collection too. It's uh, Walt Disney goes to war. Is what it's called. Ah, interesting. Uh, came back out in late '90s, early 2000, and like in a tin set. Cool. So I happen to have good that call, as well. Evan. You had something else? Uh, yeah, and about like uh, Hades from Hercules. Oh. Like, uh, like that's no one wrote uh, James Wood's lines. <laughs> like uh, straight up, like this is actually true. Like, everyone else that was voicing Hades was actually doing, like, a serious character, like, Hades, Lord of the Damned. Like, and then James Wood showed up being James Wood, and they were like, we have to cast him now. Because they just found that better than anything else. Yeah, he, he did make a good, a good, good Hades. Good, uh, good funny. And Hercules, underrated. If you, have to, if you want to see a movie, check out uh, Hercules. Roger, we are on, almost out of time. Any couple last-minute uh, ones you want to get in there? Well, anything from Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, yeah, good call. The Conjunction yeah. Junction guy. Oh, One yeah. of my favorites. I'm just a Bill. And just I'm just a Lorne Bill. Bill. Nice. I would have to say that. Um, there is a newer one. Uh, Iron Man had some anime that came out. And it was uh, several episodes, which was kind of neat. Um, cool. A little more serious. Um, probably more adult than it would be for kids, but I enjoyed that one. Yeah, and the Batman ones with uh, um, uh, Mark Hamill was he played the Joker in those? Yes, That's, uh, anything Lego animated. Is oh, awesome good job on the Lego, Lego Batman, Lego Movie. Even the new Ninjago wasn't too bad. Yeah, that was good. Batman was funny. He was yes. a, a very Robin was. The, I think made that whole <laughs> that whole thing when he's like, "Oh, we need to go get our uniform." No, we don't have any. He's like, "Rip!" and there he is in his outfit. Okay, I got a couple extras that I'm going to mention. Just favorites of mine. Let me know what you think. Just tell me yes or no, if it's good or bad. Baloo from the Jungle Book. I like that. Phil Harris, his character. Nobody who's kind of an old actor guy in the 50s and 60s, but I thought he did a great job playing Baloo. Um, Woody Woodpecker, who was voiced in the start by Mel Blanc, and then they uh, they – because Woody Woodpecker is, I believe, Warner Brothers. No, no, no uh, Bugs Bunny's Warner it's Brothers. MGM, right? And yeah, and uh, and Woody Woodpecker's MGM. So then uh, Mel Blanc had to stop doing it, and some new people came in, and, and women have voiced Woody Woodpecker for a long time. I love that. And uh, and then two uh, uh, other ones, Fireball. From Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Oh, yeah. I love Fireball. Yukon Cornelius. Oh, Yukon Cornelius is a good one as well. I like him. And my last one is if, if people, if around your work setting, people are quoting a animated character, I think you've succeeded in making a good character that appeals to everybody, and that is Astro. How many people have been by the copier? Run, run, run. Exactly. That, that is a good one. That, that has 
stood the test of time as well. Right. Good call. Any others you want to get there before we uh, check out? I love Wallace and Gromit. Oh, good call. I love the Minions because they're just silly as all get out. But for some reason, as an adult, I think they're just too funny. Cool. Good call. So thank you so much, Roger Well, Bird. thank you. It's been a real pleasure to be here. I'm Good. You've got to come back again. Or you can always come to the chat room and we can do a remote episode. Could do that. Because yeah. flying out here, my arms are tired. Ah, I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> and uh, But uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you go to iTunes and search Rick's Martini Bar, you can find us and just hit subscribe, subscribe, and then you'll have your episode waiting for you. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, just click on the, uh, the Amazon banner at um, McCartyMetro.com. And uh, that will take you there. It doesn't cost you anything different, but we get a little taste. So, for the amazing Roger Bird, my name is Jerry McCarty. Join us next week for another episode of Rick's Martini Bar. Yes, Cheers! Down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste Joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's down.